day job. Let's go. Look at me, Damien. The blackest day. Of the prime time. So, this is Blade Job, episode 7. Uh, I'm Steve, though. Steve Carley. To my right, Ryan Terrico. Fuck Fortnite. Stop that. To my left, Eric Marshak. I have never played Fortnite in my life. <laughs> I still play PS2. Time splitters. I still play Time splitters, too. That's fine. Time And fucking uh, Vice City. Vice City. Alright, I've never actually played Vice City. I played play it on PC? Yeah. And San Andreas, if you want. Okay, oh, so I don't oh. care about that. Uh, once you play this five, This is a gaming podcast now. Yep, That's Blade, fine. yeah, <laughs> we're going to start covering violent Blade video games. Blade gaming. Once you play GTA 5, I don't really care to go back to like the once before it, you know. But I always forget that Red Dead is going out in like two months, isn't that crazy? No, Alright, so we got, a, so we got a couple of things we're going to be doing this episode. We're going to start off with some wrestling. Uh, I guess we, we there's a about, theme. There's a theme. The well, theme to the episode. There's a theme to these episodes. They tie together in a way. Is there really? Because I mean, okay. So I think <laughs> the theme is the theme is blood, right? No, the yeah, theme is Canada. <laughs> oh, well, oh, that makes Canada. more sense. Okay, yeah, that no. makes more sense. Okay, right, fair enough. <laughs> Canadian so, horror, Canadian wrestler. So we're gonna be doing some Canadian wrestling. Uh, we'll be talking about bloody thrill seekers versus no. Oh, well, it's just yeah. It's, Right? Yeah, no. The Thrill Seekers vs. Heavenly Bodies. Yeah, that sounds good. So, that was yeah, good. okay. Oh good, good. God. I'm sorry, I, I should have put a comma, though. It's not the... I, you made it sound like it's the Bloody Thrill Seekers. Oh, I see. So yeah. you're describing the Thrill Seekers as bloody. Yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. Thrill Seekers vs. Heavenly Bodies. Alright, uh, so we'll talking about that for a little bit, and then we'll probably you know be ranting a bit. Actually, we'll be watching. No, we're going to... Yeah, it's going to be like a... We're, we're going to kind of... Yeah, we're going to kind of talk talk you through what's happening, and we're going to get into it. Um, this is like a little what it is. It's uh, Thrill Seekers, Heavenly Bodies, Jericho, Lance Storm versus Jimmy Del Rey, uh, Tom Pritchard. Probably one of the bloodiest matches I've ever seen. Probably the bloodiest match Jericho's ever been in. So we're going to cover that. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Honestly. I like the blood. Um, yeah. And then after that, our movie of the, of the episode is Terror Train from 1980. We're going to be talking about that. Gonna get some J.B. Lee Curtis action. Mm-hmm. And uh, all right, well, yeah. Um, some house cleaning before oh. then. Um, so we, I mean, we, we're getting, so, you know, we're we're growing. You know, we're growing in. Uh, Thank you for listening. Our all audience is growing. Thank you very much all for all you. you do. Um, if you if you want to do more, uh, you can. There's a couple of things you can do for us. I mean, please on our website, Pinecast. No, bladejob.pinecast.co. Uh, on the bottom, we have all of our social media. Please give that a like. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got what Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and then we have Patreon. You know, mm-hmm. donate if you want. You know, we're kind of easing into that. You know, it isn't really. I don't think that's really a big focus right now. No. By all means, if you want to donate a dollar, please do. We'll give yeah. you a nice shout out on the on the show. At this point, probably. A uh, review is better than a dollar. Yeah. Let's focus or on... Or a star. If you're an iTunes... Give us one star, I guess. Well, I mean... <laughs> right, don't give us one star. I don't know, I don't know how <laughs> algorithms work. I'd yeah. How we don't give us one. Don't Please give us... Star. I mean, obviously, you know, vote with your heart, but the five works for us. And that's mainly, yeah, if you're an iTunes listener, I mean, you know, please, it doesn't take long. Give us a, and I, it would be nice to give us a star, but if you could kind of like describe, you know, give a, give a description as well, that'd be great. We can kind of, you know, alter and shapeshift, uh, you know, I mean, we are yeah, our own thing. Especially if you like, like this episode here, because we're kind of changing the formula a little bit to focus on like really bloody wrestling. Um, and I think it needs and, to be mentioned that we're still young, you know, we're yeah. still kind of finding our own here, you know, so we're trying to work with you. 
And uh, but hey, I mean, I think you know we're seeing an increase in traffic, so that's always yeah. good. Thank you very much for all that. Yeah, maybe you guys like the comedy. Maybe you guys want more slime wrestling and less bloody wrestling. I, I don't you know. Guys don't, so I let hope us you guys know. like Fortnite because I mean, good lord, now we got Ryan. <laughs> Fuck just, Fortnite. Oh, Donate to the Patreon to listen to Steve and Ryan argue about Fortnite. No, no, argue about the game sucks. No, no, save it for the Patreon, guys. <laughs> save it for the Patreon. No, for the Switch. I want to fucking. I'll fight you in a Fortnite bloodbath. Okay, watch watch the video stream of them fighting yeah. <laughs> to the death by I'm the way Patreon. to the death by the way <laughs> just, we were just holding picks our final pick episode will be the fight we're gonna fight to the death alright so let's talk about some wrestling boys okay uh, Eric what do we have I mean you know you're, you're kind yeah, of like so, so what's going on what's Gucci Two oh, no, yeah, you know, is it going I can put it on um, it's because Steve's never seen this yeah so I'm just gonna play this let's turn down this switch though. we don't need to have there's the no, there's no sound oh okay. no perfect Bum, bum. Might be buffering. So, yeah, so Steve's never. Yeah, Steve so seen Steve doesn't know anything about no. wrestling. No, so we're about to show him. It's been well, written, yeah. well established. And I'm going to yeah. kind of explain right here now. Let me know if that doesn't start in a little bit, and we can refresh it. But um, this is a match from 1994, Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Now, are you familiar with Smoky Mountain Wrestling, Ryan? I'm not. So it's essentially um, Jim Cornette broke off from WWE for a little bit and essentially started like what would become Ohio Valley and NXT. So it's like developmental, like obviously we're going to see Jericho, Lance Storm today, um, Kane, The Rock, like all the Edgeberry oh, really? guys came through there. Yeah. So this is like, they're like, they're like early, early, like triple A kind of shit. Yeah. Like this is like where, this is kind of their proving grounds from the, um, in the mid nineties. Hmm. And this is, um, uh, Playing. Play. Show me blood. <laughs> I want to see a bloody Chris Jericho Got ponytail. The Wait, who is that? So that's Jim Cornette. So okay, okay. I have to kind of like <laughs> yeah. side saddle this so I can be in the mic still. But so anyway, so this is Smoky Mountain Wrestling, 1994. So like, just some context for everybody. I turned four that year. Steve Carly turned four. There's the context. Um, probably saying. But WWF. I so the, the big. Ma- the big match coming up right before this would be SummerSlam 94, which is Undertaker versus Underfaker. Bret Hart. Was it called SummerSlam? Hold on a second then? here. Yeah. Who's Underfaker? Is he like Underfaker? Is he a ripoff of Undertaker? He is. No, he's, he's a fucking ripoff of being a normal being human a being. Person. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> Bret Hart is the champ, becomes the champ. <laughs> okay. Hogan is just now at um, WCW. Okay. Not with the other guys yet. Not with Hall and Nash yet, but he's yeah. there. I think he just became WCW champ. So that's kind of where the business is. I think ECW just had their first pay-per-view, or like their first house show. Like So Dreamer and them are young, and then they're... They don't like Jim. No, you can't like Jim. <laughs> no. I can probably boost the brightness. Oh, there we go. Now I can so, see... Now you can right. see all that juicy, juicy blood. So this is, I don't know if this is, this is not the Thrill Seekers debut, but the Thrill Seekers, uh, obviously our Canadian tag team, why, why we're doing this episode. So it's Lance Storm, Chris Jericho. Uh, Lance Storm has kind of over the years become more of like a trainer. I mean, I, I think he's really well respected in that regard. Jericho, I mean... He's the he's the greatest of all time. His pants even tell it to us. Yeah, and the, the so for this match they're pulling up in like a, I don't know is that a Firebird? Uh, it looks like an old like Trans Am or, or something. Tra- yeah, so they're pulling up in some slick car. So they're kind of their their characters for this were kind of like oh okay, so they yes. they they duped the crowd. They duped <laughs> them. They duped them. They pulled up in the muscle car and then they came out of the crowd. 
God, Jericho's so, not even ponytailed up. No, and as you'll notice, so Jericho has a broken arm for this match, too. Is it actually broken? Or it's is that... actually broken. He actually broke it. I remember listening to some podcast. It might have been Pritchard's podcast where they talk about him breaking his arm, like, the night before. He just um, fucking threw him off the top row of one hand. Yeah. So he broke his goddamn arm, and yep. now he's... All right. Mm-hmm. And now he's wrestling with it. Where's the and blood, man? The no, blood will be coming. I'm gonna, we're going to get into it, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build up this so match excited. a little. So we talked about um, Heavenly Bodies briefly in that Stone Cold episode. They had a match with Public Enemy. So, and they're like a pretty old school, um, pretty well respected like heel tag team. Tom Pritchard and uh, Jimmy Del Rey, um, kind of like playing like almost like a Flair type character, yeah. like kind of like the Playboys. Um, I don't know. They're they're really the fact that they're kind of like. They think that they're really hot, but they're really fucking kind of ugly. Really it's kind of not. like a... It's a great, like, heel gimmick. I really like it. Um, but, yeah, so this match, like, you're kind of getting to see, like... This is Jericho, I think, right after he was in, like, ECW and stuff. So Jericho had a stint in ECW, so I think this is after that. I'm not 100% sure. Do the refs got suspenders on. Yeah. No, yeah, so that was the whole thing. So Smoky Mountain was, like... You know, the business, like, WWF was, like, being really cartoony. You know, you had, like, Doink, Repo Man, you know, all these kind of, like, job-type characters. WCW was, like, just getting started. And Jim Cornette wanted to have, like, kind of, like, an old-school, like, Southern wrestling, like, type thing. Bow ties and suspenders. Yeah. So yeah, so I mean, like this is '94, but this this could this looks just like something from like the mid '80s. Yeah, you know, kind of like what the Southpaw shit that WWE was doing was like parodying. Yes, I still yeah. want them to turn that into a fucking yeah. whole actual show. Yeah, so I'm gonna jump forward a little bit because this is a it's a decently long match, um, but oh yeah, right, I'll put it right here. So at this point, like Jericho gets pulled out into the crowd and smashed against a barricade. You see that? Is that do, you, do we know any blades? That's right here. You can't see it. I mean, I'm telling me there's a blade job in this. There's video. a blade job. Oh my god! So he got hit off the 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 crowd banister or like the railing back there, and you see him like it's called, uh, like, yeah. it's he's he's gushing. Yeah. And yeah, it has to be a blade scheme. He has that whole armband. I mean, he could hide um, that. He definitely yeah. probably did. And he was off camera for a while. He kind of like rolled to the apron. Yeah. And Jericho has like really long hair here. It's so frizzy. And it's gonna <laughs> be like it's gonna be like a classic like Ric Flair like completely like red by the like it's oh, already yeah. like streaked with red. <laughs> he he cut himself good. Yeah. I mean it's probably a botch. I mean he it gets no even worse. Job. Yeah. Love those. So, like, Del Rey's, he's now in the ring, Del Rey's got him, I mean, the, the camera's just, like, right on this, like, full crimson mask. He looks like Red Skull. From yeah, no, movies. it's fucking, he's, he's gouged. You can barely see, look at him. Yeah, I mean, and now, we're actually watching this on YouTube, but we'll make, this will be in the show notes, like, you'll be able to watch this, and I'll even put a timestamp at where that banister crash was, because, like, that's where it gets freaking crazy. What I always found funny is that, like, Shit like this, if you watch, like, boxing or, like, MMA, yeah. like, the, the fights stop oh my God, by now, yeah. you know, and they, like, at least, like, clean you up, like, are you good? You know? Yeah. But it's, like, and not to say, like, these guys are necessarily like, taking, like, actual punishment. I mean, they do take actual hits, some, you know, most of the time. Yeah. But 
it's just like, you know, just play on, you know, no big yeah. deal. Like, the blood's in their fucking eyes, you know, that shit's burning, you know. Hopefully they've been tested <laughs> yeah. to do this. Yeah. And I mean, like, Jericho with a broken arm, I mean, he might have, like, fucking, like, you know, like, blood thinners or something, like, to mm-hmm. keep him, like, infections down. So, I mean, he's, like, that's risky as shit. Like, he, God. I mean, oh. he probably loses. Oh. Um, Holy shit. He, he loses a lot. Of, he probably had to go to the hospital after this just for blood work. He's getting pummeled right in the, right in the, the cut, right in the wound. Yeah. Probably had a bag for him waiting out <laughs> in the, the backstage. Bag. <laughs> body bag. <laughs> Not like a blood bag and like an no, IV. A body bag. And I mean, I think this is why Jericho gets so much respect, too. I mean, not only that he, is he great with everything else, but I mean, he comes from that old school mentality still, you know? Like, you don't see this shit anymore. No, but he's not like, um... He's just like a showman, you know yeah, what I mean? Shit. Which is kind of like a lost art, I feel like, in wrestling now. Yeah. And it's like you said before, wrestling's kind of more of like a sport and right. not as much of like an entertainment, you know? Yeah. So it's like... Yeah, he's fucking bleeding, but he's also like acting his fucking ass off. Right, I'm not sure if fight I can through see, the pain, no matter. I'm not what. sure if I can see blood spurting or if that's just a shitty quality of the video. No, I don't know if blood spurting, but blood is gushing. If anything, it's, it's just like whipping off his fucking spurting. head. Spurting is like. That's right. Okay. But like, think about like they're not. It's not like a. It's essentially just like a super. It's like a super deep fucking like paper cut. Yeah. And like you said, they're probably on some kind of blood thinner. You know, shit like that. Blade for that. Yeah. So he. So the blade is probably hidden in his cast. Yeah. He's never. Yeah, and he pulled it out when he when he went into the banister. He went in, probably ducked and like held his head, and then as he was holding his head, he just went, and then disposed of the blade. Usually the refs will pick it up or something, and then, yeah, I mean the sweat. Probably uh, blood thinners. Jesus. Yeah. All of that just makes it just gush down. Next time something happens to me at work, I don't like I'm gonna sort of blade the bathroom and be like, I gotta go home, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you come out looking like that, you'd probably they'd probably all just leave. You'd probably just work alone. <laughs> the the day. On me. I mean his face is like unrecognizable right now. Yeah, I mean look the refs like trying to like look at him, like yeah. they're like, Nope. <laughs> and like the bodies are just like does, smoking him and like Does um, Lance blade too or no? No, Lance is a pretty boy. I don't think he blades. Oh. He's gonna get the hot tag here, though. How common is blading in wrestling? I'm, I'm assuming right now it's almost. I'm glad you asked. Okay, um, so I ask. I'm here for you. It's uh, it, it's not that common now, but there still is blood occasionally. But it's what they call hard ways, which is actually it's called being an asshole, hitting someone until they bleed. <laughs> Word. Which okay. is which is and honestly, so it's be. so much crazier to yeah. watch. But it's sometimes weird, it's still though. planned. Sometimes the guys yeah. are like, I want you to hit me in the face till I bleed, just for effect, which is insane. Be yeah, like, it's 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 weird. It's it's yeah. like uh, for whatever reason, like even though you know it's like it's fake, some part of it still kind of seems really fucking real. You know? What oh I mean? my god, yeah. Like I yeah. Know, it's different watching like you can watch like Brock Lesnar like beat the shit out of somebody in a cage, but when he elbowed the fuck out of Randy Orton, like yeah. he was just like super. It was like defenseless because he knew what was happening. It right. was just like he took like two or three good like elbows straight to his fucking forehead. You know, but like yeah. just defenseless, which kind of made it seem really yeah. scary. Well, because you, you know? can see a working punch, and then you can see like a, a real punch, and what the difference looks like, yeah. and you can see someone's head bounce off the mat. Jesus, dude, he's and so my fucking... god, yeah, that's a carry. No, he seriously does. Yeah, and we're like probably so that's the, the match just ended there. Um, Wait, that I... was it. Oh, Jericho fucking pinned him. Yeah, I think. Um, I... He came and like walked, dude. He's I think so that something flimsy. happened where I think Cornette interfered and like accidentally hit 
Oh my god, it looks like there's just uh, yeah. It looks like the Blue Man Group only with red. Well, we have blue. to we have to like dedicate like a Terry Funk show for Steve so we can see yeah. like. See what if we ever do like a, a sixty-year-old man. If we ever do like a dirty Hardcore. Texas like exploitation movie, like gory movie, we have to do like a funk. We, we could make that. Happen. Yeah, we, we need to. We, we need could, to. We could shoehorn him into that. If episode. this is if this is blowing Steve's mind, this is like yeah. nothing yet. You haven't oh. seen shit yet. Oh, wow. Yeah. So let me see. Yeah, this is pretty much over. But I don't know how they. Um, Holy. I feel ass. like Lance didn't even get in there. Lance, I think... No, Lance doesn't get in there, because Jericho does get the win. Um, yeah, we were kind of talking over the win, but... So Jericho goes into the side here. Still getting his fucking head slammed into turnbuckles. He's got, like, a big, like, open gash on it. Yeah. Just punching him straight in it. But Lance is, like, hyping him up over there. He's, like, clapping his ass off. Yeah. Still, yeah, Jericho's still getting his ass beat. No, yeah, see, I think... See, the ref calls the match off right here, I think. The ma- ref calls the match. So, at this point, the, the ref calls the match. Cornette comes in. Everybody gets in the ring. But then I think something happens. And maybe because we don't have the sound on, we can't hear it. Oh, Jericho starts the match back up. <laughs> wait, 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 what do you mean? I'm fine. So, yeah, Jericho's literally... Looks like he's covered in red paint. And he's, like, begging to the ref to start the mask match. And he's, like, telling him, I'm okay, I'm okay. Yeah, like, I didn't give up. What do you mean? Yeah, he didn't say I quit. I didn't Start say four. I quit. So the ref, like, turns back around here. Ring the damn bell! Fucking start it over! And he starts it over. And then Chris just starts <laughs> getting wailed on again. <laughs> Literally in the middle of the ring as soon as the bell Mass, rings. Yes, man, he crazy. just he starts getting wailed on. Oh, so much freaking blood. He comes like Shawn Michaels he, yeah, like a quick glimpse. He just trips him. He just trips Tom Pritchard and get, gets like does it's a small package. <laughs> I can't imagine like what the cleaning process is like after this kind of thing. After everyone leaves, it's like we got a freaking... You know, but that goes thing. back to your point, Steve, about... God, God, pause. Okay, oh just pause that right there. But that goes back to my point where back in the day, back in like the mid 80s to like 70s, every match pretty much blood. Yeah, it was almost so, it was every so single common. match. And especially if it was like a cage match where it was just like something like that or like a yeah. bull rope match where you just are like whipping guys, like mm-hmm. there would be blades and almost everything. Just like blood every just, single match. Blood just added to it and it made it feel more real. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're actually seeing blood when someone's actually getting hit yeah. in the face. Someone's getting their fucking face dragged from side right. to side on the cage, you know. And especially like, like if you know if you're punching someone in the face like all match and then like you're a heel and you actually pull out the brass knuckles and hit them. Yeah. Hit them. Like you know, working hit them. That's when you bust open, you know. So like yeah. when the heel cheats or something, when you hit, pretty much whenever you would hit an object, like, like the barricade you, or like yeah, it's like if something ever like goes over the top, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. if, if there's ever like a weapon involved or if someone just like goes off on you for like ten minutes, you'll, exactly, you'll, you'll blade at the end. Exactly. Did this ever happen? In, like I know if that was me, if, you, guess, you know, obviously there's some sort you know theatrics to that, but like I feel like if I kept getting hit wrong, I would get pissed off and start actually hitting someone. Does that ever happen? I'm assuming that's probably oh. pretty common. I don't. I don't have any like actual examples of that, but I'm, I'm I guarantee. Just assume it just there's happens. okay. Well, there's. Well, look at the blue meanie um, JBL, the one night oh, yeah, stand. That's so fucked. Dude. That's one where J- where uh, Bradshaw, a, a guy, actually was pissed at one of the other guys, mm-hmm. and there was a big kind of schmaz brawl thing, and you can see him just like bam, like actually, like actually hitting him, and you yeah. see blue meanie stand up at the end, and he is just like 
his face is just so swollen and actual like that's the thing too actually getting punched like your face bleeds from like a cut on your cheek and you don't really get as bloody as like a yeah blade it's like shot. a broken nose like yeah you get punched in the face you don't just get like a cut in the center right. of your forehead like a blade job like you bleed a lot more because for one your forehead is just so right. like there's yeah. so little skin there yeah. But, like, you know, actually getting punched in the face and, like, having a bloody nose and actually being hurt, you're probably not going to have a full bloody face, yeah. like, you unless you really get the shit beat out of you. I, I know, like, I mean, I guess professionalism kind of, like, changes over the, as the years go on, and I'm sure there's a lot more respect now, but, like, back in the day when the shit was like this and it was, like, super grimy, mm-hmm. I guarantee you there were plenty of times where, like, yeah. shit happened backstage and they just, like, went out and they kind of maybe, like, slugged it out a couple times, yeah. like... Gave him a couple good shots. He gave you a couple good shots. Like, all right, yeah. the respect's there, whatever. Let's just put on a fucking show and get it over with. I think there's, like, a weird, like, honor code among yeah, wrestlers where it's, like, if you accidentally, like, smoke someone, like, you know, like, he ha- he's going to smoke me back. Yeah. Like, you kind of, like, eye for an eye. Like, if you accidentally, you know, really, like, clothesline someone and really fuck them up, like, you know, they might, like... You know, actually kicking the nuts for their heel the, finish or the something. The other thing is that these guys are, like, with each other for, like, mm-hmm. basically 300 days out of the year. Right. So, shit happens. Yeah, they're you not going to like not each to, other. Yeah, you, like, you don't right. like people. You learn shit you don't like about people. It's whatever. And you're going to have to work with people Sometimes you don't Sometimes it like. just translates. It just gets, like, into the fucking ring, you know? Yeah. And that all just adds. So, if, like, if you're feuding with someone that you actually don't like... I'm sure yeah. your mic's probably going to be a lot better because you probably actually oh God, mean yeah. some of the shit that you're going to say to the guy. Yeah, Jerry, but, or, uh, Edge and uh, Matt Hardy, yeah. Brett and Shawn Michaels. I mean, there's a yeah. lot of examples of actually people hating each other and giving great promos, probably being really, like, stiff, what they call, like, in the ring where you're actually, like, right. you know, hitting people. So, um, but yeah, so that we're going to try and cover more of these um, type of... Uh, of wrestling matches for the show because um, I think that kind of lends itself more to the show of being blade job and bloody wrestling bloody movies so um, we'll post a link to this but if case you're curious it's um, uh, Thrill Seekers vs. Heavenly Bodies Smoky Mountain Wrestling if you have the network it's the last episode in the Smoky Mountains vault, which I think is like August thirteenth, nineteen ninety four. Do they have a lot of Smoky Mountain shit in there? Not a ton. They have like just that. I think it was only around like ninety four to like ninety five, yeah. and then like once the Attitude Era hit, I think they're like, "Fuck, just give us all of them. We need all yeah. the guys. We need them all. We need all the bodies." <laughs> yeah. So I think like it was it was pretty much like a mid nineties kind of thing. Um, it might have still continued, but that's all that's on the network for right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, like it's kind of trying Cornette trying to bring back old school Southern wrestling. So of course there's going to be and every one of them has a bloody match. Yeah. This is, this I think is the bloodiest match though. Yeah, that was pretty gnarly. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, fucking. You could, it's like paused right now on the screen, and it's just it's like it's dripping off of his yeah, nose. Yeah, he's got like a loogie blood drip coming. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we'll po- we'll probably even post a picture of this on Instagram of just like a screen of what yeah. we're looking at right now because it is gnarly, bloody Jericho. Yeah, but okay, so this kind of this all. I mean, if we're jumping topics, but so the I mean the reason we kind of brought this match up in general, mm-hmm. the theme was Canada, Canada. Canadians, right? Yes. These two are like, I mean, Landstorm was like big, but I mean Jericho is definitely who else is like who's the who's the biggest Canadian? The Hearts. You Probably think? first, and then, and then maybe yeah, I would say Jericho's like up there. Yeah, Brett, P- 
Pillman, you know, all those guys are, I don't know if Pillman's actually Canadian. I just, that's the thing. A lot of people trained with the hearts yeah. and kind of became like a weird, like Canadian, you know, they kind of appropriated Canada. Yeah. But I know like the, the hearts are, I think number one. I'm gonna think. I'm trying um, to think of like who would be on like a Rushmore of, of Canadian wrestlers. Well, I mean, like Piper's a Canadian. Um, there's a there's lot, a lot there's of like, probably a lot of Canadians that you, I guess I wouldn't. Yeah, know Canadian. like I mean, Piper. You would think of no as a Canadian. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of those guys who don't necessarily rep Canada, like necessarily like Brett yeah. rep Canada, and even Jericho. I mean, Jericho not, Jericho talks like a Canadian and stuff. You know, I think I, I could have sworn Piper was Canadian. Maybe he's not. I might be off on that. But, yeah, there's a lot of um, Canadian wrestlers. And I would put Jericho. Jericho's probably the one of the bigger um, modern wrestlers for sure. Because... Dude, Tyler Breeze is Canadian. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, there's, there's actually a lot. A lot there's, more there's than a I lot, think about. Yeah. But, like, look, when you just look up Canadian wrestlers, the f- oh, first edges, five... Edge. Yeah, at, yeah, the first five there's or six are all hearts. Yeah, there's a lot more than I was thinking about. But yeah, so there's a lot of... I don't know, Jericho's fucking god, so... Yeah, and I mean, he's a name love, now that, Jericho. like... The reason I wanted to include this match is because he's a name that you're seeing a lot right now with yeah. the cruise that he's doing. He's huge in New Japan. He's still a huge in WWE. But, you know, if you're, like, a younger listener who hasn't really... You didn't even see much of the Attitude Era. Like, this is a match that a lot of people, even who grew up in the Attitude Era, haven't even seen. Like, it's kind of a hidden gem, bloody match. Um... Which is why I wanted to include it because, and I think that's going to be a theme if we kind of cover, like we'll cover some of the funk stuff. We'll cover like big name bloody wrestler guys, Cactus Jack, but like I mean, wouldn't I mean we'll probably cover some like old school Cena bloody match because he had some gnarly ones. Yeah, that's like one picture. That. Yeah, or some like old like Daniel Bryan has some really gnarly ones. Does he? I don't. I haven't yeah. watched like any Daniel Bryan. Show I have before. a bunch of links for some uh, women who are on NXT. Some fucking insane women bloody matches really? that I want to show you guys. Yeah, maybe we'll do that like when WWE does that um, all-women's pay-per-view. The Around then, we can show what, like how crazy some of these women really fucking are. Because yeah. I bet they'll be on it. Actually, I haven't really... From what I can remember, like, off the top of my head, I don't think I've ever seen, like, a woman blade. There's... This This one is not a blade. <laughs> it's just, like... It's also an intergender match. So it's, it's two guys. It's the Young Bucks... Versus Candice LeRae and Joey Ryan in uh, Pro Wrestling Gorilla. We'll probably cover it. Fuck. It's a fucking gnarly match. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I, I want to try and get into some of those matches where like yeah. all these people who've made it to WWE, a lot of them have crazy careers behind them. And, and that's what I. That's like what I. I don't know. I feel like back in the day, right? It was like mm-hmm. you did crazy shit. And you got noticed, but then like WWE was still doing the crazy shit, but right. it was to a bigger audience. Now it's like you know. You see Dean fucking do, like, the craziest shit you've ever seen, right. you know? And then it's like, okay, he, like, had a thumbtack thing with Jericho once. Right. Like, nothing crazy ever happens, you know, nowadays. Yeah. No, you I do know. the crazy shit to get noticed, and now then you kind of, like, leave it behind you once you hit, like, the big show. Yeah, I feel like everybody kind of makes it to WWE now, and they're kind of on, like, <sighs> like, it's like a yeah, relief, like, and, like, right. I don't have to be crazy anymore. Like, yeah. you know, I did Which my bummer, crazy though. Right, but I mean, yeah. But that's why I guess it's cool that we have, you know, YouTube. We can see any type of wrestling now that yeah. we want. Like, we can go back and watch these crazy Daniel Bryan, Kevin Steen matches and stuff and, you know, shit like that. Where so. they began in the backyard. Yeah. 
<laughs> so that's kind of like the direction we're going to be taking with this, kind of keeping it not not as we've been kind of doing some goofy wrestling shit lately. <laughs> so Man, that's the kind of wrestling. I like wrestling is just goofy in general. It is goofy, but there's still like crazy shit that happens. Oh yeah, and like that's what I want to cover. And like I think that there's a lot of big names out there who people haven't seen some of their bloodier shit. And like I want to try yeah. and just draw some attention to some of that because I think it's awesome and. You know, I mean, I get it. Like, if you spent your whole career blading and fucking hurting yourself, I mean, I get if you get to WWE and you're now, like, 40 and you want to be yeah. chill out, but I don't know. Would Terry chill out? No. No, Terry Funk wouldn't Dude, chill I, out. I still have, like, nightmares, like, watching him sometimes. I sent you that Whatever video, right, where he's cutting a promo and it has the Texas Chainsaw, like, like, music behind it. Oh, my God, it's so sc- It's, like, Terry Funk and he's, like, it has the Texas Chainsaw, like, all the creaking, like, the like the camera the fucking, flashing like, from the, the beginning, yeah. yeah. And he's like, "Your face is like peeled back, and your fucking teeth are falling out." And he's like, he literally sounds like a fucking a character from Texas Chainsaw. Was he bloody? Or yeah, it's he... like after the match and like oh, a locker room. Yeah, we'll I'll, yeah. I'll send it to you guys. I don't know. I, I just fucking Terry Funk, man. He's. He's a fucking X-Men. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> he's like a guy who's like... he's. How is that guy not He dead? like it's sold his soul to the devil, but like now he like can't die unless he's like killed in the ring. So he's like... He's like Ozzy. Him and yeah. Ozzy will be like the last two men standing on the earth. Ever. Yeah, and they'll be Ozzy, fucking 400 years old. How yeah. is Ozzy still alive? I don't get it. That's what I'm saying. Soul is sold to the devil. Just like Terry Funk. No, Terry Funk's actually probably quite religious. He's probably a, a Southern Baptist. He's probably man. yeah. He's probably <laughs> fucking calling up the um, the televangelist from Abomination. Oh God. <laughs> Last of the past. That garbage movie. <laughs> Speaking of well, yeah, not, I, no, no, not garbage. No, not garbage. Not garbage movies. That's what I'm saying. Speaking yeah, of not garbage movies. Let's get into it. It's probably a good segue to go into talk about Terror Train. I'm ready to board, guys. All aboard. All aboard, boys. The Terror Train. Um, so that, this movie was released in 1980. Mm-hmm. Which is, I think, I I mean, so let's take a, a sidebar here. So 79, I think 79, was that the year with like the last house on the left? I think that was... No, oh, maybe. But Halloween was 78. So we're kind of in the midst of the whole like slasher, you know... The slasher craze. This is the slasher. It's in bo- full force. I mean, in this year alone, I think I know for a fact Jamie Lee Curtis did Prom Night, and all her like classic yeah, big movies she was in, and the and Terror Night. Train, and I think The Fog might have been seventy nine or eighty. I think, like, like oh, she, she was busy, and she was a hot commodity as a scream queen um, around this time. But no, I agree. I think the I think the late seventies to early eighties is really the golden era. Like I think up until like eighty three, eighty four is probably like when you started getting into like sequel heavy slasher. You know, yeah. yeah. And Prom Night was Prom Night was nineteen eighty as well. Yeah, so she was busy, and that's another pretty good slasher. I want to um, say like all like she came out with like fucking like four movies like back to back yeah and they were all just like well when did halloween 2 come out that had to have been 80 or 81 right I'm trying to fucking get like it. i would consider terror train to be like a good b slasher movie i know because i mean i i would consider those yeah. like the halloweens and all that to be like an a you know a like top shelf a slasher I think, but I think back in the day, wouldn't you think they were all kind of looked at the same way? I guess. Like, in the, like, looking back now, we can say Halloween is a classic and Terror Train is kind of like a second tier classic. But back in the day, you think, like, people just looked at them all the same, right? I don't know. Yeah. 
I guess I can agree with that. Because I just I, think I, that I don't know how these movies were marketed <laughs> back then, though. You know what I mean? I don't know if like I feel like the fog was a big deal because it was a Carpenter movie and like yeah, it was really hot. Fucking after. took off. Yeah, but I don't know if like. I mean, she's in it, which was she was a big name for the time. Because I'm, I'm looking at her like shit. So she went first off, Fog, Prom Night, and Terrifier all came out in the same year. Yeah, she was busy. Was and like, then like a year later was Halloween too. Right. And also, I didn't know this by the way, but just like a fun fact, it's like me and Eric's one of our favorite movies. She was, uh, she played in Halloween three. She was like, she did a bunch of voiceovers, I guess. Oh, like, like people a, on the phone. And she stuff? was like a phone operator voice, and <laughs> said she was a curfew announcer. So, I don't know if that was, like, the curfew for or like, the like, town, or if it was, back, the, like... Get back to the, like, those big giveaways coming, like... That, the, I'm like, not sure if she was the voice on the TV, or, like, the voice in the city that was, like, mm. you know, alright, time for curfew. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, when they're in, um, Santa Maria or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But she was in that movie, too. Really? So, but, yeah, I mean, she had, that was, I mean, that was it. She was, like, the young, hot commodity, and yeah. horror was big then. And I think this was kind of a golden era. Like, it's, like I was saying, it's before the slashers got all sequely. So you kind of had some original slashers. Like, I think, um, well, I don't know, um, I don't well, so this year, too, I think, like, New Year's Evil came out, um. I, have, I don't fucking know. I th- well, obviously, Prom Night. Um, before the year before this, you know, I think uh, I don't I don't know what exactly led up to it, but there was still like original pretty good horror, and actually this ended up being a New Year's movie too, kind of. Yeah, it was weird because yeah. it was a New Year's it was a New Year's costume party, so it felt like it was Halloween. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't Halloween. Yeah, they're screaming Happy New Year, but they're all wearing like dressed up like fucking costumes, and yeah. birds and shit. Yeah, and I've, I was always curious about this movie because I'd, I'd seen the poster for for so long, and you and you see the poster shows the um, the killer with like the Groucho Marx mask, yeah. which is kind of Does like that the first. Can confirm what it was as a. Yeah, I think I saw it on the Wikipedia page too. That was a really really bad one. If it was, it looked well, nothing like him. It's like it's like how the you know the Nixon ones they're, they're exaggerated. They're caricature masks. Also, it's from the fucking eighties. He's so already like, yeah. I don't know. How good were fucking silicone masks back in the 80s? Apparently pretty cool looking. I mean, I mean definitely yeah, cooler looking. But I'm not expecting it to look fucking lifelike. No. <laughs> no, it was made to be ex- an exaggerated mask. But yeah, so like, I had seen this poster quite a bit and was always curious about what this yeah. was and how much of a... Like, there's still a lot of slashers that like... Because like we're saying, there was a boom. So there's like, you know, probably... 10 to 15 a year from like 78 to like 85 that I've never seen. It's like I've seen a lot, it just but like not took all. off. Then it was just like milk it, milk it, milk right. it. It was like, it's like those are hot right now. Let's make we can just do it. We can just do it. Just right. make it's not that hard. It's just like no, you just need some kind of like it's generally some kind of like vengeance t- right. kind of story. But I know? think these ones, these early ones, are a little more original. I mean, it's. I mean, it's. It seems a little. It's, it's more than. Makes it, I it's think, more though. original than Jason goes to Manhattan. Yeah, but that's different. I think like that's just like them just milking a storyline. Right. You know what I mean, I mean, the first movie in every franchise is original. You know what I mean? Right. Like, kind of a thing. It's like if this made a sequel, it wouldn't be original. But like this one's original. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, 
I mean, I, mean, I, I need to read the IMDb uh, to oh. get us back on track of Terror Train. Oh, yeah. I'm well, going to read well, the That's IMDb. right. We don't know what the movies are even about yet. It's yeah, about a exactly. fucking train. So. And terrifying shit that happens. As per IMDb, a masked killer targets six college kids responsible for a prank gone wrong three years earlier and who are currently throwing a large New Year's Eve costume party aboard a moving train. Uh, guys, I, what did the whole three years earlier? Is yeah, wait. No, yeah, there is. There is. I, like, say, I don't know if yeah. I noticed that. No, there is. Like, when they when he, um, they first do the prank and it kind of goes with the credits and you see the train come yeah. in, um, then you see the train pull up and you see all of them coming out with their costumes yeah. and it does say three years later underneath. Does it? Because yeah. be they're all seniors now and stuff yeah, and they're the all out like, of This is my last party. Yeah. <laughs> That explains why the guy who always said, I'm a doctor, because I thought, I was like, well, you're a med student, but I guess at that point, he probably was a doctor. At yeah. The very end, yeah, when yeah, yeah, he was yeah. a doctor at that point. I feel like every med student just says they're doctors. They do. Yeah. <laughs> There's actually a good, f- funny part. You've you, you ever seen the movie uh, Fired Up, the male yeah, cheerleading movie? Yes, that was actually fucking funny. I love that movie so much. It was okay. Uh, I thought it was yeah, actually pretty good. I love that movie. But yeah, they mentioned the other guys. That, <laughs> Wait, what does that have to do with it though? But at the same time, I love bringing it on though. Also, yeah, I mean, there's a guy, you know, there's a character in that movie who he has like, a med student, but he keeps calling himself doctor, and they keep mentioning that as a joke. Yeah, kind of, you know. Um, <laughs> For this, I love. I'm gonna risk it to get the business. I'm down with the idea of having a costume New Year's Eve party. That's kind of badass. Yeah. Like, how do you know if you're kissing your husband or the killer? Doesn't matter. That's fucked, dude. That's how you just brush like a home. It's like it was like a home wrecking party to me. Well, I mean, what what is a Halloween party but a home wrecking party? <laughs> I guess. I <laughs> you know, it's just two a year now. I don't know, man. A New Year's kiss is supposed to mean something. <laughs> yeah, but wouldn't it mean a lot more if you were like dressed as like gold dust and you got to kiss like? All I'm Marvel saying is, what if what if you what if you're like you know there's like another fucking cat dressed man that isn't your husband. Oops! Keep, like you know what? It sounds like it's just you know some stuff happens on New Year's that stays on New Year's. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's crazier stuff that happens Fuck. without costumes. On. Honestly, I hate. There's New Year's. people cheating each other without costumes at best. I can't. New Year's is overrated as fuck. Quick, this this year is gone. Good lord. Well, it's a fun party. It's a good party day. With mm. some alcohol. We'll have, a, we'll have a blade job New Year's party. It'll be the three of us. Get drunk. And we might you know Patreon. Yeah. We'll watch horror. We're gonna watch this in New Year's Evil. Yeah, we'll we should do like a fucking live, like we should do like, like like a mystery science theater thing. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah just do yeah, like a live instead of garbage, like all those other ones are. So Yikes. we'll make it actually good. Yeah, Steve hates mystery science I theater. I, I'm not, I don't like hate it, but I'm not a fan. It. I actively hate. I, I don't hate <laughs> things because that's like you know that's like immature. I, but I, I agree. No, no, no. I hate Fortnite. I don't. Okay, no, I'm not talking about Fortnite. That's a whole thing. Um, I, yeah, I we might do a live... Co- that's a good idea. Put that in the bank. We'll pocket that one. I am looking at the uh, the cover, you know, the poster of the movie. I guess I can kind of see that looking like uh, like my boy... Uh, what does his hat say? Groucho Marx. It says Conductor. conductor. Oh, it's the Conductor. It's not the Brakeman. Misdirect. Wow, they're like misdirected. But that's the fun of this movie is it really does like set up a lot of red herrings. I feel like it's almost it, like a parody of an Agatha Christie, you know, the... Yeah, like it's like a mystery. It's more yeah. like a mystery than like a splatter slasher. So it's like... I think it's a You know, it's closer to Clue than it is Friday the 13th, I would say. You know? Yeah, I guess. I, can't, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's, at the same time, comparison. okay, if, you're, if you think about it, it is... It's, blatant who the killer is. You know what I mean? Of course. I mean, they set it up But like, they try to trick you. But that's the thing. The, the, the thing that they trick you with is, like, is, I mean, I don't know. Am I just going to, like, spoil it now, or should I just wait? 
Uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. How, how, how the plot develops, it's like... Yes. It's, if you haven't seen this, pause it. Go find this movie. It's pretty good. I'd recommend it if you don't want it spoiled. It's on YouTube. Yeah, but, we, we yeah it's, YouTube it's on YouTube. So. And it's actually, like, it's a, it's a good movie. You'll like it. No, we will spoil it though in about U- twenty minutes. It actually, it, was this on YouTube? It actually was on YouTube. It is on YouTube. Okay. I had a copy though. But I forgot that you had a copy. Yeah. From some pirate. Uh, what? It's directed. <laughs> no, I own a copy. I bought it. I made yeah. it. You're, I, you, I put a copy on a flash drive of my that I ripped. You from just my... bought it. Yeah. <laughs> you just watched it on DVD. Completely legal. Uh, this movie was directed by how the hell is Roger Spottiswood? <laughs> Spot his wood. Spot his wood. Spot his wood. Who? I mean, this guy's got a pretty. Is that, is that a pen name? I don't. You you, you would think. Is so. it really it's Brett McCormick directing? That's kind of our <laughs> mo in this show. Is definitely these. Uh, there's just a lot of. Movies. Holy shit! Sorry, this guy directed the Sixth Day. <laughs> that yeah, movie was he directed so garbage. Turner and Hooch. <laughs> not a bad no. movie. No, Turner and Hooch, Hooch is okay. not a bad movie. It's good. Fun. The fun for the whole family. The pursuit of DB Cooper. I don't know what the hell that is. Uh, do, you, do you know who DB Cooper is? I know who DB yeah. Cooper is. Yeah. The pursuit. Of, that sounds like it could be a cool TV movie yeah, that he no. did. He just is. has a weird eclectic, you know, kind of. Uh, and he's still got a lot of movies. He had a movie come out this year, the, the year of right now, 2018, a TV movie. But he's got four upcoming projects in development. So this guy's doing a shit. Yeah. I mean, I like these working yeah. directors. You know, like. Sometimes arty directors are overrated. I like the blue-collar directors who just are making lifetime movies. But at the same time, their movies are always shit. Yeah, but like, (laughs) it's like they're just making money and they're just like, you know... It's like like a job that your dad would have. I I feel like the way you get a shitty movie is to make it because of the money. You know what well, I mean? Well, look at Steven well, Soderbergh. Yeah. Soderbergh pumps them out like you wouldn't believe, but they're all... Didn't we say we were going to talk about Steven Soderbergh in an episode one? I think we did, because I think you went on a tangent on, like, episode one. Oh, well. I don't know. Who gives a fuck? It doesn't matter. I'm just... But, no, I'm looking at this guy's movies list. Yeah. I don't... Why, I just, I'm trying to confuse why this guy was chosen to do a Bond movie, though. Yeah, that's right. What did it's you do? so was, random. Which one did you do? Uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. Tomorrow Never Dies. I mean, you're the industry guy. How do people get movies? movies. (laughs) (laughs) There are some mysteries even I don't know. Right. How this guy was trapped to direct. He obviously... Because a lot of... Like, take Marvel for for instance. And with all these random directors, a lot of times the directors will approach the uh, producers with a pitch. You know? Mm -hmm. I want to do this movie. Here's, you know, proof. Almost like a resume that they kind of create for that movie. Could he have done this? I... You know, I guess. So I mean, you have to think for random, this though. time period, studios were just saying, wow, slashers are really big. Let's make a bunch of slashers, right? Like, it's like a supply and demand. So, like, let's make slashers. So, they're probably just, like, plucking up directors. Like, say, I think the producers was, are approaching directors for this. What this did you was, think? This was his first yeah. movie, too, by the way. Yeah, At not least, like, list, it just listed. It. Terror yeah, Train's, so, yeah. His directorial so. debut was Terror Train. Someone took a chance on him I to be his first movie. Never dies now, just so I can kind of friggin' see like what is going on here. It wasn't that good of a bond. Movie. There's probably some crazy fucking like extreme sports stuff in it. That's all I remember from the '90s Bonds. Is it's just like I'm gonna yeah. go like skydiving. I'm gonna go uh, climb Everest for some reason. Dude, it's got fucking. Uh, it's also got the creepy dude from fucking Ghost. 
Who? Julian Fellows is the creator. <laughs> what of movie? Him. Vincent Chevelli or whatever. Oh, what the movie? Bond. The Bond. Oh, the Bond movie. movie. I'm just yeah. We're stuck on Bond. Let's get off Bond. Let's, Let's get back to Terror Train. Screw so this guy. Right, fair enough. Just like, why did this guy? Why did the Terror Train director make a Bond? Who gave him that chance? That's that's fucking crazy to me. Well, Terror Train's a good movie. I would have found it. No, no, no. You're in. You don't go from making like a like a bullshit '80s like slasher was your first movie into making like a blockbuster Bond film. That's like. It's so yeah. weird, though. I don't know, but it could be, like, maybe he's just really easy to work with. Maybe he's, like, constant, and he just like, knows, yeah, like, the like formula, the, you know? Maybe, looking at be, his movies, it just doesn't topical, make any sense. To be topical, James Gunn came from Trauma, and then exactly. he was tapping the Guardians of the Galaxy. So <laughs> right. it's pretty random, too. So. I mean, I guess, but... Yeah. Whatever. I mean, yeah. I think, like... Just look at, like, the guy's movie history. It's like, why would he be a Bond make... Like, why did he direct a Bond movie? Speaking of... Moving on from that, speaking of confusing <laughs> developments, why, why is... David Copperfield in this movie. Because what, he's on aw- the magic's awesome. I mean, I, I agree. Steve, we yeah, already, no, we've talked about Steve's this. love of magic in this. We've talked about <laughs> this. So I, I didn't grow up in magic. I just, I, I had a magic phase, that's for sure, and I did some magic shit. And there's actually a magic shop in, uh, in, uh, Clawson. Yeah, is Clawson? Well, there's one in Clawson, I believe. Shelby Township, there's one too. Oh, Mount Clemens. I mean, Mount Clemens. There's oh, one in Mount Clemens. I think there's one right up the road here, though. Is there really? Yeah, downtown Clawson on 14, I believe. I'll be damned. Um, why? I mean, I'm, I'm happy that he's in the movie. That's great because you can see him do magic in 1980, which he was, you know, he was young. Up. I mean, very like, young. I don't. I mean, he probably was in his early 20s here. But I don't why? think he was doing Vegas stuff yet, was no, he? Oh God, no, no. So like, this so. was. I don't know if this, was, this probably wasn't his big break, but it was definitely him getting his name out before he really made it big. How did he wind up in this movie, though? That's probably because his agent. You know, they said that we need <laughs> no, a magician who can actually do the, the realistic is, looking. How magic. did they come up with the? I mean, well, okay, if you know how the movie plays out, I mean, the magician ends up being a, a kind of a big part of it, I guess. Yeah, because of the assistant. Well, the magician's but, a red herring throughout. Yeah, too, because he's doing magic and people are dying after he literally I does say, a trick. So. But also, it's not not even just that. He's the person that like nobody knows of. Right, they're he's all the like one they're random all friends. Guy. Right, yeah, and then like they hired this guy to be like an entertainer. Yeah, they pretty much charter a train, so they're the only passengers minus the train crew. But then there there's also a magician and an assistant who are hired on the train. Yeah, and uh, there was a band, but I don't think that wasn't. Like, oh, the anything. band, right? And there's a band too. That wasn't anything weird though. It was the magician was like weird at all. Like they were like reading about him and shit. Like he was in the yeah. papers and stuff. Yeah, and in that one point, well, we'll kind of spoil this, but Jamie Lee Curtis finds David Copperfield dead, and that's when she kind of freaks out, and she's like, no, like, who is it then? Who is it? She's actually saying, like, because she thought it was the magician the whole time. Or at least towards the end, she starts thinking that because she's flipping through the ads and and stuff. I just keep thinking about it. Now that I know how the movie ends, Yeah, there's just so much shit that I just don't get. What do you mean? Like, he killed the guy... Mm-hmm. In the bathroom, the lizard man. Yeah, the lizard man. For those listening, being a, it's a costume. That <laughs> yeah, it's wearing. a costume. No, he's an actual lizard man. Why you know? So <laughs> I think that the guy, because you but find he, like, out, went that... back to clean it. That was like I don't get that. That was like weird. Yeah, it's, like he, what did he do in that time span? Like, where'd the body go? Because remember, he was wearing right. a lizard costume. No, I know. I think I thought about the two. Where the bodies go? I think he just dumped them out of the train or something. I he had to have. But I guess that's possible. I think that he was like just constantly changing costumes. Like I think he was always the. Um, I mean, he was constantly changing costumes. But I think like, um, I, at one point I was wondering if like, because he eventually takes over the assistants. 
thing. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if, like, was he always the assistant? I think he was. And he was. Like, going back on the second watch, he was. That's because, how he got on the train the first time. Right, because I was thinking... Cause, but at the, remember at the beginning, he stabs the guy with the sword, and he gets on the train. Mm-hmm. And he puts the Groucho mask on. Yeah. So I was wondering, like, do we ever see the Groucho mask and, like, the assistant in, like, the same play? Or, you know, I was trying to figure out, like, was there another assistant that he killed and then, like, just he dressed up over? like her? Because you find out he's kind of a magician, too, in the end. Yeah. Also, his costume as the uh, the uh, you know, assistant is, is pretty goddamn good, you know? It's no, yeah, like, I mean, at the, my first time watching it, I didn't... You don't know it's a man in drag no, you until no the very end. Yeah, you really. have no idea. But that's but. the other thing, is like, you think is like, does, does Copperfield not know that his assistant is not his assistant? It's, it could be a long con. Remember remember the, uh, remember the uh, movie with uh, so Christian think- Bale, where he was like in disguise the whole time? <laughs> I want to say that there was like something in because they showed a bunch. There was like articles. They were like they were like they were like ads. They were like they were like there was like the binder that they planned the party with. That's what I I was thinking. Is if like maybe he like has always been working with him, right? You know what I mean? It's just like now, but that's just so that's just too random. It's like how did he know that they were gonna hire this fucking guy three years later? But I mean, maybe copper. Maybe he did. But he's like I'm saying, like he also is a magician, so maybe he did trick his way in, you know. Wait, we never did. We ever talk about how why this guy's killing him in the first place? I don't no, think we did. that's the very yeah. first thing in the movie. <laughs> we, we, we meander in this show. Right, let's let's you just get lost in our yeah. thoughts. All right, so I mean, who does anyone take wanna... it? No, you take it. Okay, Ryan, so yeah. uh, the movie starts and they're like having this like frat party kind of I a think thing. It's another it's New like Year's a, party. Is it? Yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, because they said Happy New Year's and they burned their fucking flag of their yeah. own sorority, which are like yeah. frat, which I didn't understand. Why this movie doesn't make any sense? Half these fucking movies don't make sense. But it's just mindless, bloody kill movies. That's why we like them. Um, so there, they there's an objective for the what do they call the guys pledges. are rushing? The oh, the yeah, pledges. The pledges. Yeah, pledges. they have these stupid beanies on. Yeah, they're like it's like Next a to the yarmulkes. I'm calling it's like them a that. yarmulke mixed with like a ski hat kind yeah. of. And they call them beanies. I don't. They don't they're not beanies. These people well, have seen it's beanies. It's like, but it's, it's almost a, if it, if it like beanies. if they like came down over their head more, it probably could be a beanie. But it just like sat on top of their fucking. Yeah, head. I think it's still considered a beanie in a weird way. I don't know. I Whatever. don't know. Right. Okay. So it's a fucking whatever thing on their head but either way they, they, they can't take this goofy hat off unless they have sex right, right. so like a weird hazing kind of party thing i guess it's yeah. not really hazing but it's kind of like a douchey frat thing yeah it's just i don't know it's it's this is fucking stupid right they're trying to like pick on the nerdy kids and make mm. them get be like uncomfortable as fuck yeah. right so they trick one of them uh into basically kind of like he's going to bang Jamie Lee and mm-hmm. She's supposed to be in this room waiting for him, you know, and they kind of, like, shuffle him upstairs into the house or whatever. Was that her? I thought that was somebody else. I don't, no, I don't Jamie think. Lee was back there. Yeah, she, like, she was the one behind, behind the, the curtain. She was the one saying, yeah. kiss, kiss me. me, kiss me, yeah. Because it makes sense, because in the end, this kind of, you know, that goes back to that. Yeah, and he has his, like, flashbacks. Oh, okay. flashbacks, yeah. All right. So, uh, the guy goes in the room, he starts taking off all of his clothes. And, you know, we learn that they're med students, right? Yep, they're all med students. So, there's someone sitting in the bed, and then you see Jamie Lee's, like, kind of behind the bed in the, it's like wispy shit. Yeah, like, like, whatever. The silky, like, Like, hanging curtain kind of thing. Yeah. And, uh, so the guy's, like, naked as fuck. He's in his little, like, yellow tidy ways and shit. And, uh, he, (laughs) sorry. 
Um, so he he goes to like fuck this person in the bed. Yeah, he goes and starts like trying to kiss on her. Yeah, and, stuff, and so like, Jake, she's like behind the curtain, like taunting, you know, like come on, come kiss me, hang out with me, whatever, yada yada. So he gets in the bed. Does he? I don't think he actually kisses it though. Well, no. he like lays he, like, her down, he, and he, like, then that's when he sees it. it. Yeah, yeah it just he, falls over. So it's I think not... she was like, I don't. She had like sores on her body, but I don't. Know if she was like. No, I think she was cut up because she was like a. But I want to say she was missing like a fucking arm or something. Well, he pulls a, he, she was pulls missing a, both her arms. Yeah, she pulls a prosthetic leg out for yeah. some reason. Yeah, so her leg just the came stump. off. Ended up being a cadaver, right? Yeah, so it was cadaver. a dead body, and he's freaking the fuck out, and he just stands up and starts spinning around, screaming, <laughs> and he yeah. like ties himself up in this like curtain. It's like a it's, like, it's a, like a mosquito net kind of thing, but I don't know, know what those know are what those called. Are, well, we aren't regal enough to know what yeah, those are called. It's not like yeah. it's not I don't like, know much about bedroom decor. Okay, yeah, <laughs> you have like the big four post beds, and you have like the sheets that hang drape off it. I don't yeah. know. It looks it's nice. Like, it's like a mis- it's like know. a mis- it's like it would be like a mosquito net. Sure, you right. know, but it's like it's whatever. It's meant to be erotic, I guess, and sexy. I think regal. I, don't, I think it's a fuck. Anyways, it's decoration. He gets all caught up in that shit because he's just screaming, spinning in circles. Yeah, and then I mean, he goes right for the spinning. It doesn't make any sense to me. No. He's just like ah, boom, like a tornado. Yeah. But I, but nothing else really happened. It's like he just kind of freaked out, and then it freeze frames on him, then it goes to the credit scene. Yeah, so. Three I mean that's kind of yeah, yeah kind of his name's Kenny. How, how the deed starts, right? It, they they, yeah. they they wrong somebody and then yep. he's out for vengeance. It jumps three years later, and then um, he uh, we end up going to the fraternity uh, med students. Like now it's their last hurrah. Um, and now do we want to kind of get into some of the kills? Because like we kind of explained, like people are gonna die now, and like we can kind of yeah. go through like who. Who dies? Like it even says right on the cover, right on the poster of the movie. It says, "The boys and girls of Sigma Phi. Some will live, some will die." Ooh, yeah. Well, I, the only ones what? that die are the ones that fuck with him, though. He doesn't. He doesn't go for anybody else. Uh, really, well, he kills David Copperfield. That's eh, a. But that. But <laughs> that. I think that. Answer. Yeah, I think he had to kill him though. He probably did. He was on. And did he kill a? Well, because yeah, he, he had to. Did he had to have killed the break man to get his hat? Didn't he? <laughs> I don't know. The, no, so the Brickman didn't have his hat. Oh, so the Brickman lost his hat. Yeah. Okay, you're right then. I don't know how. He no, no, he this. killed the he killed the chief porter. He probably saw too much, you know. Remember the chief porter? He, I mean, I'm thinking like, I'm trying to think that he's he was. I think his goal at least was to kill. Yeah, him. no, I know. You know what I mean? His goal was to to get I back guess, at Jamie Lee. Yeah, the whole time. Other people and it was anybody who got in the way. I yeah. think. Right, you're right. But I, but I mean, but he was killing like there was like there was, there was a group. Right, like because when that all happened, mm-hmm. they all came running in the room laughing. You know? Yeah, there's a couple of there girls, like couple of guys. Of yeah, but um, I guess you know occupational hazards. People yeah. get in the fucking way. So the first kill before the train even leaves the station, you yes. have like the kind of like the I, I mean you like it was kind of like the the funny Jewish like. Fucking Why you gotta point, you point at me when you say Jewish? Because I want to just make sure that it checks out with you. I don't want to mis- <laughs> like, misidentify. Do I even identify myself as Jewish? No, I just want to make. I, I think he was a Jewish guy. I don't just because he had a big hair and a curly fucking nose. That was a mask. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> he looked like fucking Harold Ramis. Without the mask, kind of did. Um, I, don't know, I mean, I don't know if he was Jewish or that was just like getting, doing a fucking like I don't know New, New York, Brooklyn, like I'm trying to be funny, That's but true. I'm dumb. I don't fucking. But know. he's like, he's like, kind of the like, even when they're doing the three years prior, like he's like the 
like the dorky kind of comedian. He's weird. Like you yeah. can see in his face that he was like weird. He's nerdy, but I think he kind of hangs out with the cool kids still because he's fucking yeah. funny and weird. But he gets a sword right through his gut. Yeah. And the, and the thing is, like, because he's such a fucking prankster, everybody just thinks it's a joke. And they just all laugh as they get on the train and he's dying. They, have, like, they don't know. Over and over. Yeah, they're, like, stepping over him. Classic. They have, and then, okay, so... The one guy's, like, good for The conductor's, it. like, I remember this. The conductor's, like, hanging out, like, seeing them all get on, but, like, mm-hmm. he's, like, dead behind them. Right. And yeah, then, when, like, the that. last guy goes to get on, like, the conductor kind of, like, leans back in. So, right. like, he doesn't see Nobody the fucking body. Nobody sees him. And then, eventually, the killer... Uh, who you find out is Kenny, but he kicks him under the train and yeah, yeah. And then he he just, he takes he, the mask. He goes. He takes the mask. Yeah. He kicks the body right in the train's wheel. You know, Tra- right on the track. Path. Yeah. And wheel man, path. I wish we could have seen that. I wish I would have shown it just hitting him. You know. Yeah, and this movie doesn't have a ton of like true true gore. It's a lot of aftermath gore. Yeah, it's like more of like a like a. Crime thriller. It's more like a mystery, with, like a whodunit with with some gory, like gory splatter, blood. So, but I mean, yeah. So he was actually. That's what like. I mean, I get why he took his mask, but like he already had a disguise. That's what I'm saying. Maybe like, he I think, didn't. I, I don't know. That's what I'm that's, wondering. But then like, David Carpenter's like, oh, there's a random assistant. Like, help me no, out. No, I know. That's Man, what I'm wondering. Lady guy. Like, I think like he was dressed as the assistant. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think he was, like, always the assistant. Like, under the mask, he looked like the assistant. Right, because remember yeah. at the end, he takes off the he takes off the one mask, then he has the consistent mask. Like, so I think he, he was, like, I think hair, he was, like yeah. double masking at times. He was wearing, like, four disguises at once. Yeah, he was, like, really stacking them. That's really point. passionate about his job. You know? mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't want to get caught. Nah, yeah. Well, yeah. So then it kind of goes on to the party. You know, they're all partying on the train. Blah, blah, blah. Like, it's really, like... Yeah, it's not that crazy. Jamie Lee's having some issues with her current boyfriend who's dressed like a fucking bird. Who, by the way, does not age. <laughs> yeah, Jamie Lee, yeah, we talk about, we could talk about this, how Jamie Lee Curtis looks the exact same as she does in this as she does in True Lies. She's, uh, she's a Benjamin Button of sorts. Yeah, she's... Like an, she, I told Eric, she's like, uh, um, Steve, like a woman version of Steve Martin. Yeah. Okay. Although she got, like, the silver hair, like, later in life. yeah. yeah. Like, if she had that now, like, she looks the same she does now as she no, does yeah. in this movie, you know? Steve Martin... With shorter hair. Even Steve Martin with brown hair looks exactly the same. With, you know, he just has white yeah. hair now. But he's a silver fox. Yeah. And now, so is she. Yeah. I guess. I'm excited to see... Can be a silver fox? What? Actually, I think she's a cougar at that point. What's a silver-haired woman silver, called? I don't know. Oh. Silver-haired puma? A gilf? No. <laughs> no. Well, no. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, if a man's a silver fox, what could a what, what's a woman? A cougar, I think. But a silver what? There's not. I don't think it's silver. A cougar, silver. A cougar is just like an old woman who likes fucking younger dudes. Yeah, I don't yeah. think there's a silver. I think there's like a silver name for women. Is it just know. a silver fox? Is like a broad term? Is I that guess. for men and women? I don't know. I feel like what's like a woman? Fox what's a girl? I thought like silver a fox too. You had to be young. Like it's like a guy who just went great. No, like Anderson, like Anderson Cooper. Cooper. Is silver fox. It's like any like yeah, but he's not any good looking man with silver hair. Anderson Cooper is the Silver Fox right now, I think. But I think Steve Carell, people, people say Fox. Steve Carell's Silver Fox. He's on his way. He's on his way. He's got the salt and pepper look right now. He's, he's on his and way. And like, Clo- Clooney's not really a... Clooney's... He's on his way, I mean... What about like Ted Danson? He's a he's full white. What about Tony Danza? I think... To- I think... I think Danza could probably... Uh, I was kidding. Don't talk about Tony Danza. I was kidding. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's like a silver cougar. Alright, well whatever. Anyway, I think it's so, just... I just think cougar. But may- maybe I'm off. Well, Cougar's just... I mean, she's married to a fucking old dude, so she's ain't no Cougar. Who? Jamie Lee. Right now? 
Yeah, we talked about yeah, this. married to Christopher Guest. He's a fucking royalty. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Yeah. Christopher Guest? I didn't know that. Yeah. And they're, <laughs> yeah, also, and they're also part of, like, the House of Lords. Yeah, dude. He's somehow, <laughs> like, a royal person. Yeah, look it up on your own time. It's fucking crazy. He's, I like. I do not like his movies. I have, there's not oh. one of his movies that I like, I've seen that I like. You have to watch Spinal Tap. Yeah, that's it. That's okay. That's, like, I the do, only thing I've watched. I, like, I think Spinal Tap's decent. I, I did not like Best Wait, we were looking through his movies before. There's, like, random shit that he was in. Yeah, cool. Christopher Guest plays a lot of bits, too. Small soldiers. Who are small soldiers? (laughs) All the Spinal Tap guys are in small soldiers. Are they really? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they all play fucking, like, probably henchmen toys. It's probably awesome. They're probably hilarious. I'm excited to see, you know, Jamie Lee, though, in the new... Yeah. No, like, Jamie Lee is obviously on fire here, and she really hasn't... I think she's the best... I mean, obviously, but she's, like, the best, you know, actor in the movie. I mean... Performance-wise, yeah. I think so. I mean, no, yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, I mean, everybody else is terrible because they're. But all I mean, like for a horror, actors, for a horror movie, I mean, I don't think anybody was like, you know, I, I, they, nobody was like awful. <laughs> uh, no, they're all Steve, bad. Okay, we're gonna. You've seen some shit here. Yeah. I'm from watching a lot of horror movies. Did, it, did you walk away being like, God, the acting? No. Right. No. I mean, like, I can, okay, but, really but, but at the, the same time, it's like is not good. She's good in it because she's talented. But I think there is a yeah, but huge p- difference between her acting and then everybody else. Sure, but for the genre, I think well, it's yeah. pretty... Yeah, you're not what expecting the, Jeremy right. Irons' performances in these movies, but I'm just saying that in this right. particular movie, her performance is you know, a whole different level than everybody else around her. Right, right, right. Trash. But I mean, it's like, I wouldn't say it's trash. I mean, it's, it's what you get with a lot of 80s horror, you know. Yeah. It's, it's a, you get B-quality B acting. Which isn't necessarily bad or good, it's just the way it is. It's to be expected, I'm just saying that hers is better than that. No, yeah, she shines, and as she should, she's the scream queen, she's the uh, final girl. Uh, Not really, though, I guess, because there's a lot of final people in this. Yeah, I I think she's known for, like, kind of being, like... A, like the scream queen she's one like of one of the, the originals yeah. yeah which really like this might sound controversial I think her scream's annoying I don't you don't have to actually like the scream no, I know I know I know it's just I mean I don't I don't fucking know it, who's it, the scream princess it's mm. not I think like I don't know if there's necessarily one scream queen I mean, no. people have like their favorites and shit but like I mean a lot of people say the first one is from um um, Psycho. I don't know if that's Janet Lee or I mean that you, first you, 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 that first shower scream. It's like well, a lot of people. I mean, point if you're gonna have that, you can go to the birds or even like rear window. I mean, there's plenty of different yeah. screams even at Hitchcock. But Hitchcock, but, but Psycho, because Scream Queen kind of comes from like that slasher horror trope, yeah. Yeah, and, and sure. Psycho kind of is like a proto slasher to an extent with how it's. Let me ask you this: yeah. whose scream is not annoying to you? I could listen to Oscar mm. Isaac yell all day. Is that, is that, is I mean, like a fucking like woman a screech, scream. I think like it's generally in. No, I think I could find one that would be like, "Ooh, that's a good." Like, I, it's just. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I'm I just trying it. to say. I mean, you you can not like her. I don't really give a shit. I'm just saying. Like, I feel like all the screaming is just fucking annoying. I figured it out. Yeah, I figured it out, guys. In the episode of South Park, bear with me here. Fuck South Park. Oh Jesus. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's okay. No, we'll let him. We'll give him this time. We'll give him this time. Fuck South Park right now. No, no. Okay, just not general. Not funny. I'm going to just stop all arguments on South Park and Fortnite. Okay, just, what, in, in the episode of South Park, I think it's Marjorie. The, yeah, the episode where they have Butters go undercover as a girl, as Marjorie to get the cootie catcher, what they think is a fortune teller device. Anyway, at, at the point, in order to get 
Butters to die so that he can be not be questioned while he's undercover as Margarine. They they the boys dress up a pig as him. Okay, you got like push ten, him ten off, more seconds. Push him <laughs> off a building, and then when he hits the ground, it splats blood everywhere, and his mother screams. And I think that's one of the best screams I've ever heard. In oh, I just that. put it together that Butters was Margarine. Yep. Wow, that's, ah. wow, that's a good. Did one. you just put that together? I did. Yep. <laughs> I like so, a good Wilhelm scream like when used officially. A bit overplayed in 2018 now, but... Yeah. You know what? It's cheeky, though. So that's my answer to your question. That's a good scream, in my opinion. It's a little niche, so, but, you know. Okay. No just, you know, now, hold on. One other one thing I want to... Compl- I want to not complain about, but I want to ask you about was what Uh-oh. the... So the cinematographer of this movie... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this was weird. This is an, this is an interesting one for me. So the, 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 uh, the DP... DP cinematographer, it's interchangeable. Keep, keep that in mind going forward. Anyway, okay. DPs, yep. John Alcott, yeah. Well, laugh all you want. <laughs> grow up. Jesus. I love the D- John Alcott DP. You tell me grow up? You were talking about fucking South Park as an adult? Fuck <laughs> you. Oh, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so John Alcott, he shot a couple of independent, you know, small movies like uh, The Shining, Barry, <laughs> uh, one of the most beautifully shot movies of Small all time. independent movies. Barry, Barry Lyndon and A Clockwork Orange. So those are three... Honestly... Kubrick I movies. think... Was Kubrick alive at this... No, he was. He died after he Eyes died Wide Shut. 19, so. Well, he died right after right, Eyes so Wide Shut. He was still movie, alive. I was going to say, like, did he... 1999, he died. Yeah. Also known as the worst day for filmmaking ever, because that's a whole other thing. But yeah, I, I don't know what the hell John Alcott is doing in this movie. Well, why he was doing this. I mean, but people in Hollywood need to make paychecks, he, you know? I mean, after you're hot off of Barry Lyndon two, five years ago in that time. Yeah. Maybe he's got a gambling problem. Yeah. He spent all his money. You know, it's possible. Because <laughs> the, the next, he does The Shining and Terror Train in the same freaking year. Right. I, I, one of these is different than the other one, in, in my opinion here. In terms yeah, but of I mean, I think look at famous... D- d- famous uh, what are they? Director of photographies throughout the DPs throughout history. I think a lot of them who have done fucking awesome movies have a lot of head scratchers too. I think it's just the way of the course, business that's works. That's just how it goes. You know? yeah. Of course, I just like it's just he. You know, he, maybe this, maybe it's like Kubrick was like his bread and butter, but like he still needed to make. I think it's some just other movies. I think what's crazy is that it's just complete opposite ends of the spectrum. It it's is. just like it's like random fucking like it's one like time it, movie, and then it's like. But you also did, like, one of the, like, critically acclaimed, like, best fucking yeah. evers. You know what I mean? Yeah, Like, yeah. it's weird to be, like, It's that. like if Roger Deakins shot, like, a full moon productions, full moon pictures. Is that what it is? Mm, yeah, like, full a straight to fucking yeah. tape. It's like, just so whatever. odd to me. Because, I, I mean, that's right off of... Again, I have to tell you that this is a widely, widely accepted, most beautifully shot movie of all time. Yeah. yeah. What I would say is, like... Each frame is a work of art. If, he, if this came first, like, okay, he starts somewhere... But to go from yeah, like that shit. His to first this, shot like movie is Clockwork Orange. That's his cinematographer <laughs> debut. Is one of I don't agree, but one of the better movies ever made. But as you said, you know Kubrick was very hands on with yes. cinematography. Maybe yeah, he, he wanted to kind of put his own. You know, maybe he not that he got sick of Kubrick. Clearly, he went back for Shining. No one gets sick year. of it. Maybe Shelley Duvall was sick of Kubrick. But, but I mean, you know what I'm saying? Maybe he wanted to. You know, some people wanted break off and maybe he just likes the process and he wanted to just you know I don't I could do a whole podcast on 
Kubrick in his person, but listen. <laughs> Eric, I just, shut up. Let's talk about Okay, it. okay. I'm just trying to play weirdly. I mean, if I'm playing devil's advocate, I'm just. I mean, you're I'm just right. saying. Kubrick. He, People he do shit because they want to. Yeah. They don't have to do shit just because it's good or bad. Yeah. He has probably had a passion to work and it's still whatever just, he it's did. Just, it's still just fucking weird. Yeah. I would love you to know? be able to ask him and say, what the hell? Unfortunately, he, a heart attack claimed him eight, six years after this movie came out. So, oh. Well, rest yeah. in peace. When you lose that much money, speaking, of, speaking of Kubrick, if he was still alive, we'd be getting a new Kubrick movie about right Did you now. hear about all that shit? I did. Nah, dude. Someone's gonna direct it, right? I think. I hope not. <laughs> no one can direct a Kubrick script. But I think, yeah, but I think, like, they're, then they, they have to, I think. I thought they've already talked about, like, trying to make it a fucking movie already. I think it's the opposite. I think it's not going to be made. I hope not, man. At least, you know like, who I could, th- at this least, is, I don't know what happened. How, how, how could fans get it? With that, like, it was someone like making like a documentary about like a lost script or something, maybe. They don't. They just seal it back away. That's dumb. Now, what the fuck? No. Release it as a novelization, or release it as a, or just just or release. Yeah, what just have people read. Motherfuckers it? who don't read, like me, I don't want to read. Well, the post movie. a script up. Just I don't want. I don't want to read the script. I want to. I want to watch like a movie where someone just tells me about it. Get the audio book of it. If there was a... <laughs> Fuck that. I don't know. I need oh. pictures, man. My brain's fucking stupid. If there was a director right now who I could see doing that and who is closest to Kubrick's style, this is going to be a very, like, you know, Reddit movie. Are you going to be, like, deep cutting us here? No. It's okay. going to be... Okay. I would think it would be Denis Villeneuve. That's what I was actually going to say. I don't know he who that is. He's the only who one is? that I think could pull off a Kubrickian. He script. did uh, like Blade Runner and like Arrival. Oh, so oh that guy. Yeah. Okay. Prisoners. I I know that's so, you know people. <clears throat> oh, it seems he's a hot commodity right now. But in terms of like his directing style, I really think that that's about the only person I could think who would do that. Okay. Anyway, so John Alcott. I don't know what the hell he's doing with this movie. I'm not mad about it. It's just cool. That's the kind of fascinating. Yeah. Film when I start too about, I think you know, I feel like being higher standards, being filmed on a train too. I don't know if that's hard to do. Maybe like some I, sure it's hard to DPs do. DPs are like, oh, I can't shoot on a train. That's hard. And he's like, maybe I, I, I don't. Maybe was this movie actually shot on a train? I bet it was train sets, so they probably cut yeah. away walls and st- I don't know how. That would have been sick if they were ac- if they were like actually. I bet it seemed kind of tight though. Sometimes like I bet some were shot on train cars and. I could toot my own horn here and say that I've actually been a cinematographer for a movie, but that was a shitty short movie, short oh, film. That was that you know, counts, Steve. Sure, thanks. But I mean, I would think this is probably <laughs> no, it does count. I think this was filmed on a tractual. Yeah, probably, oh a, probably God. a tra- three point five million dollar budget, maybe not. Well, because obviously it's expensive to shoot on location. It's no, expensive to build the set. No, it like was because I remember reading some when we were talking about <laughs> doing like a Canadian horror. I was like trying to figure out like what makes because like you, you don't overtly know it's in Canada. They don't ever say like we're going it from Toronto in, to whatever. It was shot in Montreal. Yeah, it's shot yeah. in Canada and it was shot on Canadian train cars. I read. No. So I mean, okay, well, you know, and I mean, some of the guys have you know some accents. I noticed. To the, I honestly wasn't paying. But I mean, like in like the scenery is clearly Canadian, you know. Oh yeah, it's, it's you know they're up in like they're up, up in Canada. Um, so I'm in the, the trivia. All or at least most of the filming of the train scenes had to be scheduled for night shooting. This was because the in, the environs of the gigantic Montreal warehouse, which housed the train, was too active and noisy during the day. Shooting would begin at 6 p.m. at night and continue through through the early hours. Yeah, the so morning. they were just shooting on train cars, not necessarily. Which makes sense. You don't need to have it moving. So it's like almost. Yeah. Is that technically considered on location? Uh, 
sure, say, sure, because yeah. it's not like they didn't build us. Right, yeah, no, so. they went to an actual train. Yeah. yeah, the train was rocked back and forth in a rig instead of a warehouse in order to simulate train locomotion. Problem solved. Cool. Case closed. So okay. John Alcott, he's in. He's you know, he did a satisfactory job. You know, okay, yeah. it's not The Shining, but it's you know, it's also not you know, Night to Dismember. Let's compare to his previous works. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's whatever. But I mean, no, it's like it's know, an '80s fucking slasher. I'm not expecting to be honest. To be a I didn't even 80s. know the director of photography was till I met you, Steve. That's why I'm here. Really? I mean, I guess I, just I, I figured it was just a cameraman, too. like the head yeah. cameraman. But sort of, I mean, you know, good try. Right. directors direct the actors, <laughs> yeah. and the you know the cinematographers direct the photography. Yeah. Right, so, yeah. yeah. So that's you know, it can you know it's it, it's fluid, you know. So I mean, it passed my eye. It probably passed most people's eye. Yeah, it was fine. Um, weird but fine. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 pretty like seventies, eighties. A lot of like disco balls. A lot of colorful lights. Pretty. Mo- I mean, it's got some pretty crazy. You know, it's it's a fun. Fun movie. It was definitely out. a bit like production shooting wise. I would call it a busy movie. There's a lot yeah. going on. So. A lot of like a lot of More characters than... that you don't necessarily meet or ha- get named. You know, like there's a lot of it was party by goers. far the most. I think the biggest like production that we've seen in Blade Job so far. I think maybe yeah. maybe uh, maybe Corpse Mania or Corpse Mania. I mean maybe Corpse Mania. I don't know. That might have been in like a different currency though, and I don't know how that all worked out. Yeah, I would say that this was probably the most mainstream movie we've watched. Oh yeah, I mean, this I is a movie probably people are listening have seen, and you know, it's not, yeah. it's not like unheard of. It's, I posted um, a link to our, I think it was the um, Breeders Show, oh, no, Slime City Show on Reddit. You know, just for people in case they're fans mm-hmm. of, the, of the movie, and this guy got so fucking mad at me because I was you know, self promotion, and I'm like, I mean, that's not, you know, I'm not denying that. You got oh, so wow. mad at me it's because what, you can, isn't that what you're there for? What do you yeah, mean? I mean, that's what it was. It was just funny because he's just so mad at me. He's like, oh, you know, yeah. And he's just well. Like, hopefully, he's yeah. subscribed and fuck you, guy. Yeah, yeah. unsubscribe. Yeah, fuck you. Well, give us to a, that one guy. Give us a five star rating first, and then you can leave. Yeah, but yeah. I thought it was funny. I'll do this again too because fuck him. So yeah. We're yeah. So I mean, where are we at with like kill wise? We killed oh, Groucho. Okay. Next um, was I think the guy in the lizard costume. Yeah, which yeah, was kind of like, which is where you kind of the, the one of the first kind of twists of the movie. Um, this lizard, the guy in the lizard costume, comes into a bathroom. Um, the killer follows him in as the Groucho. He's now the killer's now in the Groucho Marx costume. Puts the guy's head through the mirror. Bloody aftermath. The co- the conductor comes in. Sees the corpse. But he like goes in. That's why I don't. I don't, I don't understand that. He opens the fucking bathroom or whatever, goes yeah. inside, and then closes it. Why? Well, well, he locks it so nobody else can get in there. But why would you go inside? You open the door, you see the dead person. Why do you go inside and then close the door and like look around? I don't understand that. I don't know. Like, do why you, the fuck would he do that? What, what else would he do? <laughs> close the fucking door. You open the door, you see a dead body in my closet. You like get in there with it. Well, I think you. Like, holy shit! I mean, if he was alive. He checked yeah, his balls. Yeah, it's just like weird. I don't know. He, the conductor was oddly seated, and he was trying to hide shit. Well, the conductor mean? is like a, one of the other kind of red herrings. They kind of make you want to think he's suspicious because he does. Because at one point he's like he acts like he's in with the magician. At one point he's like, yeah, he's like doing. He's creepy, kind of, and weird. Like yeah, I, I think they try trying to keep. I don't know if he's trying to keep him from like freaking out. Yeah. I don't know, but he's like. Yeah, I think he's he did. I, I think he just. Yeah, I think he tries to make sure nobody. 
nobody else can go in there. But anyways, I don't know. He grabs uh, maybe the brake man or some other guy in the train, and they go back to look at the corpse, and blood's gone. And the corpse is not a corpse. Yeah, and the blood was fucking everywhere. So yeah, blood was everywhere. That was a point where I was like, I'm confused. Yeah, so that's the, that's <laughs> like the, the point. That's one of the first twists of the movie where you come in and you're like, wait, like this bloody dude is now not bloody anymore. Um, and then you find out that the um, killer is in um, is like switching costumes and stuff. So now the killer's in the lizard costume. Yada yada yada. The lizard costume looks like shit. It looks like the it looks like the thing that fucking Kurt fights in the original Star Trek. If you've seen the like crazy lizard monster, it looks like that or a Goomba from the Super Mario Bros. shit movie that was live action or some like knockoff Ninja Turtle. Yeah, but I mean, so let's just jump. So there's some other actually. There's not a ton more kills, but I think the best kill comes with Jamie Lee Curtis's not boyfriend, but like kind of like the main. They just call him Doc. And he's kind of like the leader of the fraternity. He the, that's the monk? Yeah. The monk, the monk. dude? Yeah. The monk Jedi. I'm yeah. trying to think of who else dies before he dies. Just this in my head. Well, right um, remember the the, oh, the... the one girl got her like neck cut in the, yep, bed, in the, the bunk. Yeah, she got killed by the lizard guy. And then the parrot dude just got like stabbed, stabbed in the stomach. Which they make you think is the magician. Because yeah. he does a trick and then suddenly the Jimmy Lee Curtis's boyfriend is stabbed in the stomach. Yeah. Or neck or whatever. And then after that, I think it's, I think it's kind of pandemonium, and you don't really know. Yeah, they kind of like lock the magician yeah. in the room. Yeah. And then yeah, then it's the monk. It's him. Yeah. Yeah. He gets his fucking head cut off. Yeah, which is pretty like probably. I don't, we I'd say it's gory. I don't know, it's not gory, but it's like it kind of comes out. Okay, so when he gets his, when he gets his neck cut, it kind of comes out of nowhere. Yeah. It was just it was like a very quick like. It was kind of, I think it was meant to be like a jump scare kind of in a way because it was like a loud noise and just like a <laughs> yeah and they like take swing the knife and then that's just kind of it yeah but then they do like investigating and shit like that mm-hmm. and then and that's okay so when they and I was because the the whole time I was trying to guess who the fuck it was right, right. <laughs> and it's real who done it yeah it well, really is who done it so fuck you um, fucking clue but they show like the hand it was a woman's hand right? yeah and then so I was like okay so it's a girl okay right. I think I even at one point I said it was the assistant cause I didn't know who else it would be but I guess in the end I was right but yeah it, it was, there was like I, I had to be someone fucking weird I didn't know who it would be yeah but anyways um, the body ends up going like in a top bunk yeah, it's so like a storage the, compartment top. I don't know what it is. It's so, but something it's like, that closes. It, they, they're trying to, like, throw you for a fucking loop. You yeah. know what I mean? Because, like, they show the lady's hand. Mm-hmm. You think it's a girl. And, like, in my mind, I was like, there's no way, like... A, a normal fucking dude can't... Like, lifting a dead, limp body, like, to a top... Like, you're, you're lifting it up over your head into, like, a, like a storage compartment. Yeah, it's like, heavy. It's, like, 200 pounds. Of just dead weight. Like, a, yeah. if a man can't do it, like... A fucking, like, woman would be even fucking harder. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how they got so, him up there. Well, no. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I, I think, right, 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 think right. it's a fucking lady, but then it's, like, it plays with your head, you know? Right, right, because you see the nail polish on her yeah. and all the rings. But then they find the body, and the body was, like, hidden upstairs. So it's mm-hmm. like, okay, weird. But then the body comes out. The head's fucking lopped off. Head, yeah. And then... So that's, like, one of the only, like, really gory special effects is the head. And it's pretty clearly a mannequin head. But, you know, it's a very quick shot, so you d- it it's f- good enough. I want to say after him is, is David Copperfield. It, David guys. Copperfield. And the there's a the chief porter gets stabbed while he's watching Jamie Lee. 
Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The like nice oh, yeah, black the chief, man, the chief porter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He gets stabbed. So, um, kind of fast <laughs> forward to all that. So yeah, at this point, like Jamie Lee Curtis, she's. I think she's that. I think she's seen David Blaine be killed too, and she's David like, Blaine. no, not David. <laughs> David got yeah, David got one. Why the hell is fucking magicians have Dave as their name? <laughs> it's a fucking magician thing. Um, but she's running through the train. She's now being chased by the um. Yeah, I, I think killer. I think when she sees, I don't remember who discovers him. David Carfield. But I think when she does, she, like, opens the door to, like, leave, and then she sees, like, the guy, like, in the yeah. distance, like, down the hallway, mm-hmm. and she starts running. Yeah. And then, yeah, so she kind of, like, runs into the end of the train. Yep. And then she has her fucking, like, standoff, I yeah, guess. Yeah, she's, guy. like, locks herself in a cage, she's fighting this guy, he's, he, you don't know if to hear she, that's old woman mask on, that's kind of creepy looking. Yeah. Um, they're busting out lights with this huge, like, crowbar... Um, and then Jamie actually escapes by stabbing him with like a one of those like paper. What are those even called? Oh, it's, it's like the like receipt holder. Yeah, it's like a receipt holder with like yeah. the spike that you just put papers yeah, on. Kind of outdated by now. Stabs him in the head. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I think she, she, and, yeah then, like and then and then she kind of uh, then she thinks that she throws him off the train. He, he does. You see the body. Like she, she, she he, 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 he was, used to chase her a little bit. He was like hanging on to yeah. her off the edge of the train mm-hmm. and then like her shirt like ripped and then he just kind of fell yeah and that's when you know she's like oh I can finally relax it's the Game of Thrones if you don't yeah. see him die is he no. really dead no and clearly it's not because he comes like peekaboo like in the train window which is crazy like how the fuck could that guy do that which again you were saying it could only be David Copperfield well, yeah it's like <laughs> who else can sit on the side of a train like yeah. Spider-Man like and if you think like if he's not if he's not hovering next to the window he was like upside down so he was somehow on top of the train like hanging off like looking yeah. at, <laughs> it doesn't make any fucking sense no so it had to have been a magician. Magician. So, but end of story. It's not the magician. The guy, um, the old lady mask comes in. Um, at this point, Jamie Lee finally ends up back in the car, and you see just like the this like he looks like a railroad railroad worker. He's wearing the brakeman hat. Yeah, and he's got like a. One of those, like, I don't even it's know where like, the hell you get those just, like, creepy clear plastic masks. It's very purge. Like, that go yeah, over your like, face. What are those, like, dance, there's, like, the dance dudes that were, like, the white one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, like, a generic, like, white mask, but it's just, like, clear. It's clear, so it kind of just distorts your face and doesn't yeah. make you look human. And you see him, it's like, cool yeah, they pull, he pulls that off, pulls the conductor hat off, and then she's, like, having flashbacks because, like, that's the wig they, falls down, and she's like, oh my god, it's the assistant yeah. the whole time. I thought they did a good job on that. They're kind of, like... There's, like, fast cutting back from, like, the picture of, like, yeah. him dressed as a woman and him, like, as him. Right. So you're kind of, like, it's, like, woman, man, woman, man. Blah, 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 blah. It's kind of, like, it blends yeah. the two together. And that's when you realize, like, holy fuck, he was the assistant to the, the magician whole the whole time. Yeah. Man. If you go back and watch, yeah, it's him. Yeah. You can oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. just like him. It's a dude. Yep. It's, it's a, a dude. dude. Confirmed guy. Yep, and then she, uh, what she does then is she just... <laughs> She, he's like, pretty much like mocking her, being like, "Kiss me, kiss me, kiss yeah. me," and she, she finally lays one on him, mm-hmm. and he does the exact same fucking thing, goes into like a spin seizure, yeah, right off the goddamn train. I really don't understand why he does. I that. don't know. It's just like a weird nick, I guess. But there's there's no explanation. No, for why he spins around. <laughs> 
Yeah, they don't ever explain it. I feel like but just, the writers just like gave up. But that was fun. Like usually, you know, you'd see like a guy maybe get thrown off a like a train into like an abyss, and then you see him like ah. Yeah, but he went off a. He went off a bridge. Yeah, but this one too, you see the body just smack yeah, right up the ice the way, shelf. It, the way it's framed, you look, you know, obviously he's gonna land right in the icy cold water, but he lands right on the right on the edge. Right on the edge yeah. And there's just like a yeah, they just throw some dummy off, and he just like smacks that ledge, and it's. I, I, I wasn't expecting it. I, I like I, I like when they show like even with Corpse Mania where they show the body hit. Like I love when they actually uh, show the body fall. I it, I just totally thought it was gonna hit the water and just be like gone, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like a surprise. It was like, oh shit! It fucking yeah. He hits the water, it hits the ice, falls in the water, and then we get you know an little like journey with him, yeah, <laughs> for like a long time, yeah. for like a couple minutes of him. That's, just, how the, that's how the movie ends. He hits like a bank in the river, then he goes underwater, comes back over the other <laughs> yeah. side of it, yeah. continues on. That's <laughs> like it's so unnecessary, but you know that's a nice little way to yeah. Probably went off a waterfall. Yeah, I mean, probably one eventually one got to one. One can hope. Yeah, when the ice starts melting, that those are some heavy rapids. Oh, and that's Terror Train. I mean, that's it. Yeah. Uh, no, this is, it was. I liked it. I think um, it was good. I thought it was pretty good too. I, I personally, it wasn't bloody enough for me. I wouldn't. Yeah. Know. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, like, I didn't just didn't know what to expect. Like, I, I knew of the movie, yeah. but I don't know anything about it. I knew like she was in it, Jamie Lee, but I, knew, I don't know if it was bloody or not. I knew. I, knew, it, I, knew, I, knew, it was I knew it was. I knew it was kind of bloody because I had seen some screenshots, and I knew that. Like, you know, I looked bloody enough for what we would cover it for. It yeah. wasn't like a fucking ghost movie with no. no it's blood. not. It's not a gore movie. No, not no. It's more honestly. It's more like a mystery. It's kind of like a revenge slasher, but I mean, there's not even as much like stalking, slashing. You know, kind of that you get. Like it's a lot more just kind of like, yeah, who are, are you? The kills are like, kind of quick. Yeah, the kills are quick. Um, yeah, I mean, I would say too, like for it being like a Canadian horror movie, like it's not overt, but it's it's enough. Like you can tell, it's probably it's definitely in a really cold place, and well, yeah, there's snow. Some people fucking, <laughs> and, but it's just like the wilderness too, like yeah. the train, like the, the um, you know, be real of just trains going through woods and stuff. Yeah. And some of them say say a. And talk like Canadians. I've never really thought about to... this, but I guess they've got fraternities and sororities and outside of the you know, of America. Yeah. Of, have I been no. under a rock this whole time? I or? think fraternities started in, like, France. No, see. Like, I think the Masons are technically fraternities. I was not a fraternity guy. Ne- none of us were. No. The, 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 I don't think fraternity guys want... I, I, should, I should generalize that. I get... Now, thinking about it, I feel like... Outside of, like, America, they're not called fraternities. They're called, like, secret societies. Like the stonemasons. Like, I don't know. I like feel like skull and I feel like Cambridge doesn't have, like, a fucking, like, Alpha, Omega, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I feel like they got, like, like the skulls. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, an underground yeah. society of, like, yeah. rich kids that oh, are yeah. friends and their dads are fucking congressmen. Buy and sell other people. Yeah. Yeah. They dude. just have, like, fucking, yeah, like, dude, weird, weird shit sex and... slaves that they just, like, kill after. That's, that's yeah. their hazing. That's the... You have to kill a prostitute. Dude, it's like wow, and this is you have so ahead of us and you know, spanked man, a lot. Yeah, yeah, lots of spanking is in there. Yeah, spanking is good. All right, well, uh, <laughs> I mean, I think, think that's yeah, pretty yeah, much it. I mean, so us. yeah, we'll post up a Heavenly Bodies Thrill Seekers episode or um, match. That's kind of how we started this. Uh, yeah, we'll po- we can post the whole movie, right? Yeah, for the YouTube Terror Train. Yeah, we'll yeah. post it up there. Yeah, uh, I know. I was gonna say the movie did get like remastered for sure. Did it? 
I did because I mean we the had cut a, we watched was pretty good. We had he, we had like the a Blu-ray fucking cut. Blu-ray oh, cut. I'm I'm thinking of um like remade. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. It's like they they just made it nice. Like the whatever we're gonna yeah, post for a link yeah. on YouTube, it's they're probably shit version. quality. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's there's a there's a nice version of it out yeah. there. And I also just one last thing, like I love the whore on a train trope. It's fun. Yeah, it's claustrophobic. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. And the, Until you get off the train for a minute, like they did. But you know, yeah. ignoring that part. But still, like you gotta get back on the train to get to where you're going. It's true. You know, it, it's like it's a fun twist onto the slasher genre. And again, these early '80s slashers, they're good, and I recommend them up until about '83. And even past, they're good then. Just fucking watch them all. Yeah, they're all good. All right. Uh, thank you again for listening. Uh, again, find our uh, social media on the website, bladejob.pinecast.co. If you have any friends who like this kind of stuff, wrestling, shitty exploitation. We know you have wrestling friends. Yeah. We know you're probably embarrassed by them sometimes. Tell them, you know, tell them to check It's okay. Again, we can be found on everything. (laughs) iTunes, Stitcher. uh, We're now on Spotify. Oh, we're on Spotify? We're on Spotify. Whoa. Spotify. Nice. So, other than that, I think that's going to wrap it up for us. So, that's it. All right. Choo-choo. Bye.